I give consent to be brutalized. Well, there you go. <laughs> There's a t-shirt. I mean... <laughs> I give consent. <laughs> you know what would be great, too? If you could, we should get, like... If we're going to do a t-shirt out of it, we should make it a sweatshirt, but, like, Velcro. And everyone gets, like, their own name as Velcro, and you can, like, roll up to someone and just slap them on the back with your consent. And then you'd just be like, no, I have his consent. <laughs> this is Petey Page. I am Mike. J-Mac. Brutal Dudes. And today we have a special guest. Would you like to introduce yourself, sir? I will. I'm Jay Yoder. Uh, I am a wholesome, clean comedian that uh, is <laughs> a good time on this podcast. <laughs> and, and we would like to just, we would like to make it known for those who do not know jay is a recurring guest so he has he has turned he has used his brutal dude membership to come back uh jay i guess the first thing that we should ask you is do you want to be a part of our new hate group oh my goodness can you tell me more about what we're hating absolutely so you're already i believe a member of the friends against leto <laughs> um, and thank you for your patronage in that regard it's it's everybody <laughs> Needs to come together against that vile piece of shit human being. But uh, we found another match for him. So we are now Gwen Stefani haters. Really? So we are we have Gwenemies. Yep. We're called that's the Gwenemies. B- that's B-A-N-A-N-A bananas. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's yeah, good. <laughs> are, uh, I am not a I am not a fan of that harpy succubus bitch. I'm I'm gonna have a hard time with this one because many a many a teen boy moment was spent with her just being a girl in the world, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was. She wasn't home. She was busy walking into spider webs for a long time. I was tired. So I left, and that's what I was doing. <laughs> I uh, I left a message, and she never called me back. Uh, uh, and that's part of it. No, uh, I just think she ruins people's. I think she's a succubus in real life. Um, really? She sucks. She sucks the life out of the men in her life and then just leaves them as uh, withered husks. I feel like there's uh, I mean, far more deserving candidates than, than Gwen Stefani. Don't oh, you listen. Listen. I, I, listen. I, I agree. But once you uncover a succubus, you have to take them down. That's true. Like that in, is, in the world of that. demon attacks, yeah, what yeah, is demon that, uh, cleansing when you're involved in <laughs> that's ordinance six point six six, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, exactly, exactly. It's in the Necronomicon. It's on page one hundred and seventy six. It's uh, it actually it it talks about how no matter when you find them, what level of demon they are, you have to take them out to build your demon hunting credibility, so that when you fight bigger demons you have more power it's sort of like gathering materia in final fantasy you have to you have to build your stats up and they say chivalry is dead come on (laughs) so funny so how was your holiday actually uh well uh because it's kind of like murderer's row of like holidays at least for us for us big guys it's it's brutal out there starting with thanksgiving but uh we actually i took my family away for thanksgiving we uh we went to mexico to like a resort and just like i was like you know what uh let's let's use some of this comedy money and i mean don't get me wrong i'm still a teacher we flew spirit but uh 
<laughs> we did uh we did uh Wait, spirit is spirit my enemy uh spirit is have you ever flown spirit i think spirit is my mortal is one of my mortal my airplane mortal enemy is it is, I mean, mike am i wrong is spirit the one that called me too fat to get on the plane was that spirit that sounds like that, a southwest, that sounds like a southwest move yeah i've i've had that experience with southwest airlines where they like I get to the airport, I check in, I have everything, and they're like, oh, you're going to need to pay for a second seat. And I was like, I'm sorry, I was unaware of this. And they're like, yeah, can we have your credit card? And I was like, uh. But then they're like, they did a thing where it's just like, they put the card on, because I didn't know, they they like took the card and they put like a hold on it. And then once I got to like my destination, like they didn't actually charge me. It was It was a whole weird thing. And then on the way home, I was like, hey, do I need to do this? Because this happened when I flew out here. And the, the person that was there was like, it was like I was inconveniencing them. They're like, fine. And I knew in my head, they're like, fine, you fatty. You just want that free extra seat. And I'm like, you know, get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> uh, So how I was told with Southwest, because that actually happened to me on Southwest too, is if the flight is not full, you don't have to pay. But if the flight is full, you have to pay for the extra seat. If you but don't if it, fit into the seat, but if it's full, I mean, if it's full, it's full. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. can't pay for a seat that's occupied. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I, what I said. I was like, I don't understand how this works. Do you guys just keep extra seats aside for fat people? And they didn't have like an explanation for it. They were just like, well, you know, if you're, because all I was, the, the guy literally referred to me as bleeding over the seat. And I'm like, I'm not bleeding at all. And he's like, <laughs> well, you're, you know, your body is like leaking. I was like, uh, no, I was like, you need to worry. I was like, "Are you? Do you know English?" I was like, "Because yeah. those words don't work for this." Yeah, yeah it's like you, you were being spatially. <laughs> I'm not an amorphous solid. Spatially profile. That's what you were. They were spatially profiling you. <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I was. I was. Uh, these these sizists. Yeah, that's right. And, but no, Spirit Airlines. If I'm if I'm not mistaken, Spirit Airlines, when ninety five collapsed, told me that. I I was inadvertently told me that I was too fat to make the flight because I was late flight. And I got two vouchers because I pulled a Karen and I clapped in front of the lady's face. I clapped her. You did the clap. Oh, that's great. Yo, dude. Are you kidding me? I was, I don't have an opportunity to clap very often. And I clapped this lady out. She was like, I got there 95 had collapsed. So you have to drive around into New Jersey to get to the airport. Yeah, wait, was she I like, was she like oh, 95 collapsed and you were on it? Oh, sock jogger. <laughs> <laughs> no, like, no, it was you, wasn't so, it? You made it, it collapse. Like, <laughs> she's like, what'd you get out and walk? And that's why it collapsed, you big, fat, stupid ass. <laughs> no, she was. So what, what she did was I went up and I was like, I looked up and I still had like 30 minutes or so to make the flight. I was at the desk checking in. It wouldn't let me check in. So I go to the counter and I'm like, hey, this wouldn't let me check in. I still have like a half hour before my flight leaves. And she's she's like, you ain't going to make that flight. And I'm like, yeah, no, I, I have like a half hour. Like, according to that screen, I can get through security. And I still have a half hour. I said, this isn't slothy fat. This is speedy fat. I'm quicker than I look. Yeah. I was kidding around because I was just like, just put the fucking ticket through. You know what I mean? And yeah. she goes, she looks at me and she goes, you ain't going to make that flight. And I'm like, oh, are you calling me fat? I was like, hmm, okay, I need to speak to your manager. And she goes, 
And she looks at me. I was like, oh, okay. I said, maybe I didn't say it clearly enough. And I leaned right into her face and I went, I need to talk to your manager. <laughs> she, goes, she goes, she goes. And I was like, right. Somebody that's not you. So she goes and gets her manager and the manager comes out and goes, this is spirit, by the way. She goes, what's the problem? What seems to be the problem? And I'm like, oh, no, nothing major. I just, this, I said, I made it with like a half hour to spare to get to my flight. I was like, and then I came up here to get checked in. And this bitch told me I was too fat to make the plane. Now, at this point, I, being, in, being in customer service, the first thing I would do is be like, oh, my God, I never said that. This girl was so stupid that she looked at me and she goes. So right away, I was like, oh, I'm getting a free plane out of this. I'm getting a flight. <laughs> I, a, a, a whole plane. Yeah, He's going to park. getting paid now. A whole plane. They're going to park it right I in your backyard. You're getting a plane to yourself. <laughs> they're they're going to change it to brutal spirit airlines because <laughs> that's because I'm going to own this fucking airline. Um, J Mac. So I so the, the lady was the lady was like, she goes in and she goes, OK, hold on one second, sir. And I was like, all right. So brings the girl in the back and I can hear them yelling. And I'm so satisfied by this. And I looked at the other, the, the guy, and I looked at him, and I, I just said, like, I was like, she shouldn't have said that. And he goes, yeah, she totally shouldn't have said that. And I was like, sorry, <laughs> I, I'm trying to pay for this flight. He goes, I totally get it, bro. So the lady comes back out. She goes, all right, sir. Well, you know, here's here's the deal. Like, you won't make the flight. I was like, yeah, now I won't. And she's like, you know, sometimes they like to have a half hour where they close everything up and they make sure that they get everything on time. So it would have been cutting it close. And I was like, listen, I've seen them shut the plane down for people that are late i'm a first class customer i'm sitting in the front row this should have been taken care of better i said all i'm looking to do is not lose the thousand dollars i just spent on this trip that i was going to do because now i lose the hotel money the, the rental car money the flight back money and the baseball tickets that i bought to go see the diamondbacks and the phillies i was like and it's just a big inconvenience of my time to sit here today after i got home from work so please let me know that I can at least get my money back. She goes, oh, let me see what we can do. So she gets the spirit line on there and they gave me like an extra hundred dollars. And they, they gave me a spirit credit that I had to use. So we ended up going to Atlanta and seeing the Phillies beat the Braves in Atlanta, which was awesome. They let and you then, fly um, the plane. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> you got one of those pins me... from the pilot and everything. <laughs> <laughs> you got they his wings. This... They're like, what's this 9-11 thing you're stuff? talking about? Come on in. Let's <laughs> Now, if I pull back, that brings us up, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny, right? You had said first this class. This is like skate or die. I don't know that people realize Spirit does have a first class. The first yeah. rows have these like lazy boys that your grandfather probably should have thrown out 10 years ago. Oh, yeah. But they got it from like an old <laughs> Delta, like TWA flight. They got these old <laughs> It's like it's uh, it is. I I was looking at everybody coming on. The, did you hear what they did at uh at Christmas time? They did this like reverse Home Alone where they sent the kid, this unaccompanied six year old minor. They sent him to the wrong airport in Florida. You like did you guys hear about it? So yeah, so it, was, it was right around Christmas, like right the week before Christmas, and uh, the kid was going to Fort Myers, but they sent him to Orlando instead and i'm like listen it's like if i go to the votech school and get a haircut it's like they tried you know what i mean you can't be upset about spirit. 
Like, I mean, they got him to Florida, right? That's right. Like, they got him to Florida. They're like, he's, yeah. he, he's got to be going to Orlando. He's a make-a-wish. John Cena is going to be waiting at the gate for him, you know? It's like... Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, looking at everybody... He gets to meet Gwen Stefani and have her suck the life out of him. That's right. Away. And, you know, Spirit, like, everybody that got on the plane looked like it was their first time getting on a flight, you know, like, including the crew, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah, the pilot sat in twelve B. You know, it's like, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing? It's like, when do they serve drinks? Yeah. He's like, where can I get steer from here? Right? Yeah. He's like, this is a plug-in steering wheel, right? I could just yeah. put it in any is seat. Do, is it? there just an app that I download? Yeah. Or how does this work? <laughs> They're like, it's called Spirit, not Popular. <laughs> okay. <It's laughs> he, he, he pulls out a drone controller and he's like, I got this, guys. Don't do worry. I have to buy the what? <laughs> yeah. Like, do I have to buy the Wi-Fi in order to fly the plane? That's yeah, okay. We're gonna land in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's what we're gonna do. Dude, Spirit's crazy. I, I flew it once. <laughs> I flew it once for the tour, the teacher tour. They sent me, you know, usually I fly American, but he sent me this thing and he's like, Hey, I got good news. The tour manager's like, I got good news and bad news. Good news, you're flying first class. Bad news is spirit. <laughs> I had never flown it before, and I just did uh I just flew it down <laughs> the window and it was not, it wasn't bad. It was fine. They got me at the right place. I, so I, I never had the, the seat airport issues, but I've flown Southwest. So I've had issues. And, uh, the last time I was on there, we were coming back from Costa Rica and they gave like an impassioned 10 minute speech as we were landing to please leave positive reviews. <laughs> They're like, it's not that bad. Before you guys go and say, like, I was like, this is not great what you guys are doing. Like, I appreciate, you know, the the spirit behind it, but it's not spirit. great. You have to beg for positive reviews for 10 minutes as you're landing the plane. Southwest is bad. The thing I hate about Southwest is you got to be like on that app like 24 hours before or pay for the extra to get in the A flights because then like. For us, like it's great for us. Like I sit in that one seat, and I know nobody's gonna want to sit next to me unless it's like being the kid on the bus. So I sit up front. I sit in one of the first seats I see where there's nobody in that row, and and I'm just like, oh yeah, nobody's gonna sit next to me unless they <laughs> really have to. And like they'll go all the way to the back before they uh, come back up front. So I love that. That's like my favorite thing if I fly Southwest. Well, so when we were going, I, I angered my wife a lot because everybody was in line to get on the plane and my headphones broke. And I was like, I'm not getting on this this flight without headphones. So I run to this, the gift shop or whatever it is, and they had these Bob Marley headphones that I was intending to buy when we got back to the U.S. anyway. So I was like, oh, I'm going to get these. Of course, they're locked up in a case. I have to find somebody who works there, wait for them to unlock this case. So this is like a 30-minute ordeal now, me getting these headphones. The entire plane is boarded, except for us at this point. So I get back. She's fuming. We get on the plane. We have to sit all the way in the back with a church group that oh, had that decided to all sit together, and they were all in the back. And that was it was fun because they were talkative. And immediately when we sat down, they were like, hey, uh, where are you, what do you guys do? Do you love Jesus? <laughs> 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 that was that was literally his opening line, and I was I just looked at my wife. Tell him like, yes. He, he asked for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever watch the movie Major League? Yes. Oh yeah. Jesus, I love him very much, but he's not. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> the kid's like, uh, he's like, I got to see some amazing stuff in Costa Rica. I was like, so did I. He's like, did you know you can build a house using materials out of whatever? And I was like, did you know the way they work prostitution there is that there's a car with the hookers in the back and the pimp is the driver. And along this whole strip of bars, the car just pulls up to the first bar. The girls, the two girls get out. They walk in and just do a roundabout through the bar and walk right back out. Whoever wants it walks out, pays the pimp, hops in the back seat. They do it right there. Finish up. They just roll down the street to the next bar and do the same thing. I was like, it's really smart if you think about it. Fish <laughs> this, this 14 year old Jesus camp kid was just dumbfounded deer in headlights at this point. We're 15 minutes into this two and a half hour flight now. <laughs> <laughs> That's DoorDash for hookers. Yeah. Oh, it was it was smart. I mean, I'm not even being sarcastic. Costa Rican like, DoorDash. Yeah, it was You could also probably I if you if you order it right away, I bet they'll run to seven eleven and get you a fountain soda too. Yeah, it, it was. They were, they were calling. They were calling God at, at some point in that thing. So that's fine. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> he didn't. Somebody to said his God's credit, though, somehow. he decided like because there's two things that can happen. I found with very religious people at that point, uh, they give up and walk <laughs> away, or they double down and are like, "I'm saving him." <laughs> so, and luckily for all of us, he, he, he decided try to, to try him. and save me. Yeah, because I was like, "Yes." I'm gonna get so the irony of it all is I didn't use these headphones that I bought, which is why we were late for the flight to begin with. <laughs> you were blessed. Busy, you were busy getting saved by a 14 year old. Yeah, we just blessed, traded stories back and forth, headphones. and they were not similar. Not similar experiences in Costa Rica. You know, you know, but I will say this. Was he was he cool about your stories? Yeah, he didn't he didn't try and fight me or anything like that. He just like in his mind, he was like, if I tell him another positive, uplifting story of what our church group did, you know, it'll change his outlook. So he told me something. He's like, we saw this homeless guy. We bought him clothes. We let him eat with us. He stayed in one of our hotel rooms. We got like a cot and he slept at the end of our bed. And he's just like going on and on. I'm like, wow, man, that's really great. I was like, I at one of our hotels walked into town, bought a trash can went into a convenience store and emptied out their case of four locos, drug it back in the trash can to the hotel and dumped them in the pool. And we had a four loco pool party. <laughs> 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 I was like, it's almost the same thing. I fed people. <laughs> <laughs> I nourished people, strangers. It's like, you're like, you're actually like Jesus because you turned <laughs> water into four loco. <laughs> Yeah, it's not the same as wine, but in Costa Rica, that's pretty close. Cans of Four Loco, people were smacking their heads on them, and everything was great. <laughs> Why did this gringo throw the Four Loco inside the pool? <laughs> the best part is our tour guide had to help me drag it because the first thing when we got into the hotel, she's like, "Listen, this is a really nice hotel. It was like a five star hotel. It was real. We stayed at like super high end places." But it was right near like the bad part of town. So we get off. She pulls me to the side because she everywhere we went, she's like, you're the problem. And she pulls me <laughs> to the side and she's like, listen, do not go into town. She's like, I know you saw all those stores and stuff. We we're coming in. Please don't go into town. I was like, don't worry. <clears throat> Got up to my room, dropped my stuff off, turned to my wife. I was like, headed to town. See you later. <laughs> Immediately <laughs> go downstairs. 
she didn't even go into the hotel, the tour guide. She knew I was going to leave and go into town. And I was like, hey, what are you doing here? She's like waiting for you to go into town. She's like, I knew you weren't going to listen to anything I said. So the only way I know you will be safe is if I go with you. <laughs> so, so she had to help me drag because a trash can full of full four locos is heavy. So she had to help me drag this back like a mile back to the hotel, <laughs> help it into the pool. We exchanged emails. I would like to think that kid just planted a mustard seed of faith in you. That's eventually going to sprout <laughs> someday. He he got off that flight like you know what? I think we got to him. Yeah. <laughs> I think I got him. I think I got that guy. Yeah, he's like you just need to get it out of his system, and I think he's good. Like <laughs> he left all that in Costa Rica, right? He got it all out. Guys, Turning a new leaf it. right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It's amazing. That's the the worst thing that ever happened. So your to family me... went to spirit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. No, go ahead, I, Pete. No, I was gonna say the worst thing that ever happened to me in an airport was I um I fell so I I got to my gate like three hours early and I was running off of two hours of sleep. So I was like, eh, whatever. And I fell asleep at the gate and that flight was going to somewhere tropical and I was going to Boston. Uh out of JFK. Not as tropical. Not as tropical. In December. So yeah, not not happy go lucky, but um, I I fell asleep at the gate, and when I woke up, um, there were people uh, going going to somewhere tropical again because I could tell like by the outfits and stuff, and I was like, huh, cool, I didn't miss the flight. And then that flight took off, and then the next flight was like Tempe, and I was like, wait, what the fuck? Um, and I literally slept through because you know how like they call people's names. Uh, I slept through all of that. I slept through my name being blared out through the loudspeaker because um, I was so fucking dead ass tired. And all I, all I did was like I jumped up. They didn't try to wake you up, or they're just like he's dead. No, I mean I, they probably didn't know who I was, or like didn't even give a shit. Like, Don't there's, open like there's his suitcase. Some, yeah, right. <laughs> there's just some guy sleeping here. Who cares? He's homeless. Fuck. Like he's in a parka. Everybody else is in, in tropical shirts. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's 107 but, um, degrees here. <laughs> I literally had to do that thing that like they, you see in movies where it's like, I need to be on the next flight to Boston. And I, <laughs> I it, it was, it's not as fun as it looks in the movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to say that it's not as fun as it looks in the movies. Cause it's just like full fucking panic. Am I going to get to where I need to be? Do I need to spend the night in a fucking airport? Like um, that one movie about that guy. Like uh, it's, oh, the, it's terminal. Yeah, I thought you were talking about Die Hard. <laughs> Could be either. See, I don't I even post nine eleven. I don't take air travel seriously at all, and that's usually what gets me into trouble. Um, <laughs> until like a few years ago, I didn't own luggage. I would take my clothes oh, in a go. bag, a brown paper bag, like from Acme. I would just get brown paper like store bags and throw clothes in it and just roll it up. <laughs> And you would carry it on, or you would try to put it through? No, just carry yeah. on. But oh, yeah. I thought you were trying to check it. <laughs> it. The very first time my wife went on a flight with me, when we were just like right out of high school, and my family warned her. My dad was like, "Are you bringing luggage to her?" She's like, "Yeah. How else would I bring my clothes?" She goes, "Oh, uh, you'll learn." <laughs> He's like, "So you've never been on a trip with Mike?" She's like, "No." That's okay. 
<laughs> that's like a Tommy boy when he's like, oh, this has to be you. And it's like a trash bag with duct tape around it. <laughs> we went to the Bahamas and I had an acne bag with like, like a pair of shorts and a t-shirt in it. <laughs> we were going for a week just in case you were like, oh, was it overnight? It was a week. Tell them, <laughs> tell them what you did with the clothes before you went home. Cause this is my favorite part of this. Oh, story. so this is what I do now. This was, I didn't do this back then, but I do this now. I learned it. I learned to pack smart when I go on trips because I travel a lot. This horrifies people that I do this. So I apologize to you in advance if you're offended, sir. Um, I go before I go on a trip, I go to Walmart and I find the cheapest stuff they have. Like, you know, like that 20 pack of socks that's like $4. And if you wash them, they fall apart and stuff like that. I buy one of those. I buy the cheapest pack of underwear they have, the cheapest pack of undershirts that they have. Don't even open them. I just throw them into my luggage. That's what I'm wearing. As I wear them, I throw the stuff out. Yeah. <laughs> and I call it disposable clothes, which seems to really anger people. <laughs> really upset. They're like, there's people who, who are unclothed in other countries and you're just throwing clothes away. I was like, are you going to come with me and do my laundry? Like, what are you talking about? Have you never been to America? That's what we stand on. <laughs> I have. So this the one that got her the most. She doesn't mind the disposable clothes, my wife. I don't think she loves it, but like I put him in luggage. So that's, I'm almost a human We're at that almost. point. Yeah. <laughs> so for like he's, the, he's, he's learning oh no yeah. <laughs> for the last 20 years every every two years i would take students on trips abroad to different countries and whatever and uh we'd always talk about packing and like i would always do the same thing like i would brought i would bring crappy clothes that i knew i wasn't bringing back that i would either sleep in or would just have if i was you know, out and about or whatever. Do you uh, shake your pants? Whatever happens. Yeah, yes. whatever. Well, and and then we would bring like I would for really ask the kids to try to just do a carry on, even if it was a fourteen day trip, because then we what we would do is we'd pack a gallon bag, gallon like Ziploc bag, and you get like a little thing of detergent, and you're and then boom, you're just doing your wash in there, and so we would try to do it so that you were able to wear everything like twice or you know you could do wash when we get to the first day of two nights in the same motel like but you you gotta pack you gotta pack smart you know and it's like that that's a that's a that's a art form to be able to do that because then if you're not pat you're not checking luggage you don't have to wait you're not waiting to get your bag you're not wondering if they lost it and none of that bullshit yeah i don't deal with it i did that one time like checked stuff the first time i got luggage we checked stuff. Something got lost. We had to wait like three hours for some other bag. It was awful. So never again. It's only carry on. There was one trip though where she was really pissed because I brought no luggage. And she was just staring at me. She's like, you have nothing. I was like, "Not no luggage. I don't need it. She's like, we're going to be going. It was like three or four days. I was like, I'll be fine. Don't worry. It's planned out. We got to the hotel. We check in. And they're like, oh, you have a package here. Big Amazon box. I Amazon primed clothes to the hotel. Yeah, so I didn't have to pack. That beautiful. She's like, you fucking didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, she's like, the fact that you got her to marry you is amazing. This sounds like amazing. Now, what I uh, Stockholm I, Syndrome. We are right <laughs> in the basement with the kids. Uh, 
So I had a thing, uh, one count, 42 people. So it was like six chaperones and like 36 kids. And uh, flight delayed. I was a, a nightmare. There were air traffic controllers in France were on strike. And so you couldn't go in their airspace. They had to redirect us. Nightmare. So we finally get to like Italy. We're going to Rome. And everybody gets there. 41 of us get our bags. This one poor kid, first time traveling, his luggage gets lost. He didn't take my advice. He had a little cinch bag that literally had Ray-Bans in it and nothing else. And like, and we always said, you got to pack at least a change of clothes in that so that if your luggage gets lost, you have something. Nope, nothing, right? So he just has his little cinch bag. And uh, so he had to go stand in line with the other million people. So the 41 of us are waiting for his ass to finish that, right? We get there. We missed dinner. The tour guide didn't even know we missed the flight. It was a nightmare. So then we finally get to the hotel. I get everybody their keys. I'm exhausted and spent. I look up and there's Chris. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, so uh, you remember how I had to go give him my information? Yeah, uh, I lost my passport. He lost his wallet and his passport from when he was like giving them info at the airport about that. So now he's no luggage, no identification, just a cinch bag and a pair of fucking like Ray-Bans. And I his, assume he was just trafficked at this point, right? Dude, he was, he, yeah, right. His mom was like, um, he's got to come home right now. I'm like, he does not have a passport. He's not going anywhere. He just, he's got, never coming home. Yeah, yeah, he's right. never. <laughs> and it's like for her, the time difference is a nightmare and she's panicking. And it's just like, it was the worst. I had to take him and stand in the rain outside in the embassy while he went inside for like three hours to like get a new passport. They had to ship a bank. I mean, it all worked out, but it was just like, it was like it was a you were, nightmare. You were like, "Ma'am, are you married by any chance to Liam Neeson?" Yeah, because if you are, then your son will be home within the end of the week. Good if not, God. if not, I hope you have a pictures of him when he was a child, because you're not going to see him again until he's forty. <laughs> his his girlfriend was on the trip, so they just started feeding money into her card. So like it was fine. Then all the bo the boys had like some of them had packed like you like where they packed underwear and stuff that they had never used before. So like it all it all shook out. But it was funny because then I saw them outside the Eiffel Tower in a gift shop, and the girlfriend was looking at condoms with like the Eiffel Tower on it. And oh my I'm, god! I'm, and I'm like, you might want to get the Napoleons. I've seen Chris's builds. <laughs> <laughs> dude every tri-cornered hat trust me every everything that you're saying about this is just like it's like it's every horror story about like i i, I mean i don't mind like doing field trips with students but like something like an overnight it's just like it's so terrifying to me i'm just like i would i would not i would not sleep I would be like, everyone, I'm holding your passports. I would literally have like seven bags on me with like, here's the first aid bag. Here's the extra clothes bag. Here's the fucking water bottles. Here's like, I'd be like the pack mule and I'd be like, everyone follow. I'd just be such like a fucking dictator. I would, <laughs> nobody would enjoy the trip. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. It does take a, it takes a while. And the companies that you go with, like do a lot of the heavy lifting. So mm -hmm. we had copies of the passport and all of that stuff. And, that's good. Uh, That's good. And when we get to the hotels, I take them and put them in the safe in my room, or the hotel puts them in their safe, uh, depending on what the regulations are. But yeah, it's a lot. It's a, it takes a lot of planning. But somebody did it for me, and so you know, my wife and I it gave us a chance to see the world for free. You yeah. know, 
but amazing had to be parents to these other people and you get a one to six ratio so basically every chaperone has six kids so when we're like out and we're trying to get somewhere you go find your chaperone the chaperone just has to count for six thumbs up we all move uh we don't have any home alone moments and everything's good you know nice nice see i have the opposite problem whenever i travel and pete can vouch for this because we were on a trip once i'm good at that type of stuff but when i go i always forget one vital thing no matter how hard i plan (laughs) no matter how much i i put ahead of it i always forget one vital thing i never forget tickets to stuff and i'm telling you the truth i never forget tickets to stuff i will put them in my pocket i will make sure they're in my phone never forget tickets for stuff pete and i were going to buffalo with my sister and his wife and we were going to see every time I die at a show at Christmas time called the Tid the Season. It's a great show. It was a great metal show. The tickets for the show are sitting in an envelope on my desk. I got everything else. Pete says we're going to drive overnight because it's a quicker ride because there's nobody on the road. We'll drive through the night. We'll sleep in a hotel. The show doesn't start till like three o'clock. We'll get there right as it starts and be fresh and refreshed. I get into the car. We drive, we're having good conversation, we're listening to the radio, me and Pete are singing uh, Lido Shuffle, we're, we're rocking out, <laughs> yep, it's, we it's, were. we're getting there, we, we, got, we got into New York, and I realize, out of the blue, oh. I just look at Pete, and he goes, he goes, what's wrong? And I was like, I fucking forgot the tickets to the event, and he goes, no, you didn't shut up, and I'm like, Pete... I wish I was joking about this right now. I am dead serious. And my sister and his wife are like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. And I was like, I feel so fucking terrible right now, but we're too, we're it's what's it like eight hours, Pete, to get to Buffalo. Yeah. It's like about seven or eight hours. And we're like an hour we were five, <laughs> at least hour five, at least hour five. So I'm, 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 I can tell you from looking in the mirror, I was ashen. Because I felt so terrible. I'm like, I ruined this trip for everyone involved because I didn't remember those tickets. And I was like, how the fuck could I have forgotten the most important aspect of this trip? I was, re- I literally was ready to cry. And I was like, I, I don't know what to do. And Pete goes, relax. And I'm like, what? And he goes, relax. It was, this is one of Pete's shining moments for me. And he goes, relax. <laughs> he's like, he's like, we'll call him in the morning. And I'm like, Pete, we're driving all, all through the night. He goes, we'll call him when we get there. I'll take care of it. He's like, you paid for it online? I said, yeah, I paid for it with a, with a credit card. I paid for it online. He's like, so they should have a record. We'll take care of it. I'm telling you guys this, and I'm and I'm dead serious. I've never seen someone more succinct with customer service get what they want. Yeah. He didn't even pull a Karen. He didn't even pull a Karen. He called him up, and he's like, this is our situation. This is what's happening, and this is what you're going to do for us. And the guy was like, well, I don't know if we can go. He goes, then get me to somebody that can get this done the way I need it done right now. That's ex- Pete's exact phrase. Get me to someone that'll get this done. And they're like, well, it's not the policy. He goes, I don't care. Get me to someone that will make it the policy. I don't care how high up the chain you have to go. We're getting in this concert because we're, we didn't come all this way for nothing. And they got. And it, he was on hold for maybe, maybe 10 minutes. And the guy comes back and he goes, okay, we're going to have tickets waiting for you at the door. We have records that you bought the tickets. Uh, at, you just have to show them ID and you'll get the tickets. And then this guy can sign them in and we got them for everybody. He goes, cool, bro. Thanks. And then he looks at me and he goes, you guys want to stop at Tim Hortons for breakfast? And I'm like, what's Tim Hortons? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad goes, you said that. Only- I've only recently discovered Tim Hortons and loved it. 
it's fantastic. I don't think I've ever been, but, he, but I've heard it was Jay. It is it is an out of body experience with donuts. I'm telling you right now. He goes, we're ordering Tim. He goes, you've never had Pico's. You never had Tim Tim Hortons. I said, no, dude. I don't even know what the fuck this is. He goes, oh, we're getting Timbits, and I'm like, what the fuck are Timbits? And he goes, they're Munchkins. They're basically Munchkins, but so much better than Munchkins. Like he got birthday cake t- Timbits. Oh yeah, and I was like, Pete, this is the greatest donut I've ever had in my life. This is amazing. So we not only did we get them the next day, we got them on the way home just to have some in the car while we were driving the rest of the way home. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, this is great. I was like, this is great. It, it ended up being it ended up being one of the best trips we've ever taken. We had authentic buffalo wings from Buffalo, courtesy of Pete. Yeah, we had we had awesome. There was Duff's. We had Duff's wings, right? Mm-hmm. There was Duff's. Yeah, Duff's. We we got to go all around Buffalo. We got to we got to go to the show, which was amazing. We got to headbang. Pete and his brother went into the pit. My yeah. little sister whipped her hair into some guy's face like ten times. It was great. It was just it was just a blast. You need one like Pete I, to be able to do that. I, I, I like <laughs> I so so funny thing. The same thing happened to me with uh so. There's a there's a, a board game convention called PAX Unplugged. They come to Philly every year, um, and I like to go every year. And this year, so this year I went Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Friday I had to wait. I was in line for probably an hour getting the badge because I didn't get the badge sent to me because you have to pay an extra like eight bucks for them to mail your badge to you. And I was like, whatever, I'll just pick it up at will call. Um, waited in line for an hour, got my badge went to the convention, had a great time getting ready to go Sunday. Uh, I'm taking a bunch of people. I got like a full car load. It's like, cool. I get there. I park. As soon as I park the car, I'm like, oh shit, I left my badge at home. And it clearly says three day badge. And they're like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, I'm going to wait in line and get another one. And they're like, okay. So Saturday was even more packed. Like they had sold out of badges at this point. So I wait in line for about an hour and a half. And I'm, I swear to you, like the Philadelphia Convention Center downtown, the line was stretching around the building and then around the building again. Like it was a it was a fucking Ouroboros of people just like eating itself. And I'm just like, I don't know how they kept it organized. <laughs> yeah, but they fucking they kept it organized. They kept people in line. Um, I had a buddy like like literally he was like, I'm like, we should get <laughs> he was like, I think I'm going to go to uh, Duncan and get breakfast. What do you want? And I'm like this and then he met us because the duncan was further ahead in the line he just stood outside the door sipping his coffee with our breakfast sandwiches and waited until we got to that part and he's like here you go and i'm like sweet um but but i get to i i get to will call and i'm like what can i do and they're like what's your name and they take my i give him my name and they're like can you give us a picture of the old badge clipped up and i'm like yes so i call my wife and i'm like I need you to do something extremely important to me. She's like, what is it? And I'm like, I left my badge on the end table. And she's like, oh my God. And I'm like, can you clip it up and take a picture of it? And she's like, but you love to save those badges. Like, it's like a souvenir for you. And I'm like, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> so, so she, she did that. She's like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, it's fine. I fucked up. It's cool. They're going to give me a new badge. So I sent, I show them the picture and they're like, cool. Here you go. They hand me a badge. It says special guest. So now. <laughs> I, it's even better than the regular badge that I had. And literally, I was like hanging out and people were like, special guest, who are you? And I'm like, well, uh. <laughs> I'm actually part of Brutal Dudes. I'm a Brutal Dude. You can be a Brutal Dude, too. Yeah. Do you yeah. hate Jared Leto and Gwen Stefani? 
Yeah, I, I am, I'm that guy with customer service too. Like I get stuff like I was just down in Florida. I was doing a podcast with a bunch of teachers. One of the guys had never been to Disney. So we went to Disney and like, we wanted to go to a couple of the parks and get the hoppers, but not spend it. So I went to one of the service desks. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you know, making jokes, whatever. Not only did she get us the hopper pass for free, she gave us like the, the, like the, the fast pass. She gave us unlimited for like certain, I mean, it was like, we had gotten to the nines in this thing. And then like, we had somebody join us that wasn't part of the group. And I got them to somehow like give the fast pass to them. Like we just couldn't, couldn't miss. The minute, like, you know, we were in line, we missed one thing at the Haunted Mansion. I saw somebody was from Delaware. I started chatting up about Delaware. She takes us out of line and takes us in a private entrance and gives us, like, a private tour they do when VIPs come. Like, I couldn't. Damn. You know what I mean? It was just, like, one of those things that, like, I love it when it works. But it's, like, now I'm, like, now I'm, like, overconfident about something. Like, <laughs> if I think something can get wiggled in, I'm, like, with my daughter, like, we went to Disney on Ice. So I'll buy the really cheap tickets, and then I'll go to customer service. She's autistic. So I'll be, like, oh, we need a sensory. You know, she likes to elope. And, like, next thing you know, we're in these VIP, like, cushiony chairs at Wells Fargo at the top of a section next to the bar and our own private restroom. And it's, like. like she loves top shelf whiskey. Dude, she, loves it. she can't get enough. That she's barrel aged. I mean, she's very particular. But like, I will. I'm like it's the only I, thing that calms her down. Dude, yeah, we get, we get like we were getting fast pass for her at Disney when we took her the one time. I was using it to skip the churro line. You know what I mean? Like, I was just using it anywhere I could. That's that fat. I think other. I don't know if other parks have utilized that yet, but if they have, good for them. Because I remember I went to Disney when they first started that. The year they first started that, it was the greatest thing ever. We had so much time to wait in line in some of those rides that we started cutting promos. And I don't know. Righteous might be able to get a hold of this. My our buddy, our our brutal dude friend, but my friend Righteous from high school. We had somebody had a video camera and we cut promos in line. That were where we we would like we would like WWE wrestling promo every ride before we rode on it. So like we would get in line and there was like there we would we'd be sitting there because we were assholes. I would be like they would they, my one friend Todd would he would he'd be he'd start off with like something from the rock or road dog and then he would look at me and I'd be like Twister the ride is Jericho and then we like we would do it and then we would and, and he would just start he'd, be, he'd do Hulk Hogan he'd be like you know something brother we're going on Twister or I brother and we're gonna be, and we would like every ride we did it to the point where like after like three or four rides the same people were in line with us and when we would do it they would not only cheer behind us but they would say what they knew we were gonna say like in a <laughs> WWE promo so I'd be like I'd be like men in black the ride is Jerry and at one point like the whole line was saying it with me and I turned around and I'm like holy shit and it's on camera that like we, we caught this it was just because he used to do that 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 uh the Hogan he used to be like let me tell you something brother and they would like talk like that him and this one dude Joe would talk like that for like hours at a time and we just we piss ourselves laughing but we did it we, we we would do that but when we got on the fast pass we couldn't do the promos but I was like this is so much better than waiting in line and doing the promos, guys. I'm sorry. I love getting on these rides so fast. It was right but before they had it, when they first had it, my wife and I went. She had never gone before, and it broke. The Aerosmith one broke. So they were just had people handing out ones, and like we just kept going to different. There were like eight. So my wife and I just kept bouncing all eight back and forth. 
we ended up with like 35 of these things and we had written it so much we were so sick of it we're handing them out to families like this one spanish family like 15 people we're like yeah all 15 you guys go right now like we were like the robin hoods of this ride we were just taking it back to all these people you know never would have afforded fast pass and we're just like dude giving it out like it was the business it was great i love it but now it's all like official and with your card and they fingerprint you it's like really like it's too <laughs> it's, it's but it's still worth it like I, i'm telling you like i it's as much as that as much as you have to go through now going on, on rides like that is like i hate waiting lines Dude, for, kudos for to Disney because you're pretty, you're pretty big guy friendly. Even with like, even now, I was surprised. Like, there's limits, but for the most part, I was able to get on almost everything. I'm about to go to Disney World for the first time, so I'm hearing a lot of this, like the different passes and things <laughs> like that. And it means nothing to me. Dude, so, <laughs> so you're like, dude, it's crazy. You're going to get the app because it's going to tell you exactly how long of a line to go in for different things. So you're like, oh, I'm not even going to walk that far. Cause it's like an 80 minute, but dude, there's the, it might be tough to, I, I, the one ride I couldn't get on that I was super disappointed about, uh, was the, uh, guardians of the galaxy and Epcot thing is from what I hear Epcot ep epic. And I did the first part of it because I, before I got into the cart and even just the promo of the first part, even if you know, you're not gonna be able to get in the ride, it's still cool. The first show part of it. And then I got in the thing and the fucking lap bar just wouldn't clip and nobody would help me like push it. I just needed someone on the outside to fucking push it down and they wouldn't. And it fucking sucked. But uh, <laughs> and I'd like wait by like the crippled people line, like for them to come out with like this walk of shame, like fucking nightmare, you know, like it was so embarrassing. But uh, that was the only ride I couldn't get on that I would have really uh, liked to. But yeah, it was really good, dude. It's It'll be a great time. You'll, I mean, you'll have a lot of fun if you've never been. Carousel of Progress, got to do it. Um, you guys ever been? I've never been, but I will say this. If you ever get embarrassed, you have to take back the embarrassment for, yeah. for rides. So when I went to Six Flags, right, back, this was back when King Daka, this was like the first. Oh, yeah. Second year to King Daka had first come out. Um, I actually fit in King Daka, which is because they start. That was when they started building rides for bigger people, just in general. Yeah. But it was one click. It was one click on King Daka, and I don't know if you guys have ever been on King Daka, but when you go up that hill and you're looking down, we were in the front seat. My friend Tyler looked over at me and he goes, "Hey, man! Now Tyler's a skinny. He's a cop now in Philly, but he's like he was skinny, and he was tall. But like he was sitting next to me. And he just looks over at me and he goes, Jimmy, I just got to tell you, if you if this thing breaks and you fall out of it." It's been really nice being your friend, bro. I just want you to know that. And I was like, thanks, buddy. As we're cresting, he says that. And I'm like, I'm like, really? And he just goes, yeah, well, I just, I didn't want to not say it just in case. And I was like, thanks. And then we go through a whole ride. And he's like, that's awesome, dude. This ride's great. But every, every other ride or roller coaster we get on, I'm not fitting on. And this is something that I've never really experienced because by the time I had gone to Six Flags, it had been like six or seven years since I went to a theme park and I had put on a lot of weight since I had gone and I used to fit in everything. So, but I don't get embarrassed about being fat. Like I know that it's my fault. I didn't get fat because I have like a glandular disease. I didn't get fat because I have some sort of like, there wasn't some tragic accident that like kept me from exercising and I ate a lot. <laughs> I got fat because I really like the taste of sugary foods. That's it. Like, 
that and ground beef. Like those are my two things, and and soda. It's like I know that's what caused it. Like pizza, soda, French fries. Boom. So that's what they started so doing. I owned they, so I, they put the thing out. They put the thing out so you could test it ahead of time with the thing. Right? Oh, for real? Well, so so, but I was like, but I would, yeah, but I was like, I was like, no, nah, I could, I could do this. I could do this. So we go to Batman the Ride. I don't fit on Batman the Ride. So the guy leans into me. And he whispers, and this is the thing, every ride you go to, it's like this big taboo to just tell me that I'm too fat to fit on the ride. And I don't, like I said, I'm not self-conscious at all. Like I, I know I'm big, like, yeah. okay, what do you want me to do about it? I'm not going to, I'm not a, a Shakespearean villain. That's going to chop off parts of my flesh and hand it out to my enemies. Just to piss them <laughs> off. You know what I mean? I, I, I can't do anything like that. So it's like, so I'm, what I'm what I end up doing is I'm going to be the guy that like owns it. So this guy leans into me and he goes, he's like, Hey man, uh, just, you know, uh, you're not, we can't get this closed the, the safety regulations. You're, you're not going to be able to fill around. I'm like, what? And he goes, and I clearly heard every word yeah. he said. He, was right <laughs> here he goes, he goes, he goes, I, we, we, we can't, we can't allow you to ride this ride. And I was like, I can't hear you dude. Speak up. And he goes, you can't fit on this ride. And I was like, Oh, you're calling me fat. I was like, fuck six flags. And I get out of the, <laughs> get out of the ride and I go running down the ramp. So then the next one, the next ride we go to, uh, I figured it was rolling thunder or whatever. We keep trying and I I'll wait in line with my friends because what else am I going to do? Like, I'm not going to sit outside the line and like twiddle my thumbs while my friends are in line, at, like laughing, even yeah. though they're long lines. I'm like, whatever. If I don't get on the ride, I'll just go out and wait for you guys. And then I'll wait in the next line. So, uh, so I get in and and I wait in the line for Rolling Thunder and I go to sit down and they can't get the lap bar down. And I'm like, all right, hold on one second. So I jump out of the ride and I did five jumping jacks and then I got back in. I'm like, all right, try it now. And the guy just looks at me and he goes, what? <laughs> I'm like, try it now. I, that, that, I was like, that should be enough. You're like, that's goes, how it works. <laughs> he's like, he goes, he goes. Okay, and he tries it. It doesn't work. Meanwhile, here's Tyler, my friend Jeremy, literally <laughs> pissing themselves laughing behind me because, like, they know I'm only doing it to be an asshole, and that's 100 percent why I was doing it because just to make these people uncomfortable. <laughs> because they're not, they won't, because they won't just say it. They won't just be like, yeah. "Dude, you're not, gonna, your body size isn't going to fit on this ride." And that's all I wanted them to do is just be like, "You're not going to fit on this ride." Not even yeah. ignorant like the lady from Spirit Airlines. Just like, just be like, "Dude, I, you're, I don't think this is going to work. We could try it if you want, but it's not going to work." <laughs> so then we get on another ride, and then I, I sit down, and they can't get it closed and they're like uh you know the guy's whispering again he goes oh, 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 and i'm like what you you i can't get on this ride and they're like no and i was like this is the only thing i've ever wanted to ride that's this is it you're telling me i can't fit on this ride and i forced like tears to come out and then i'm like fuck you all i hate you and i'm run screaming crying down the down the ramp and again, there's Tyler and Jeremy laughing their asses off. Like they like these people don't even realize a joke. And they're like, they feel so bad. And everyone in line like feels so bad. And I'm I get to the end of the ramp and I wipe my eyes and I'm like, that was awesome. And the people behind me are like, You were faking that whole time. And I was like, Yeah, you guys didn't realize it. I was like, my friends were giggling like fucking jackals in the back and two rows behind me. You didn't see that? But yeah, that's you gotta own it. And it's like it's not it's not anywhere near as embarrassing as if you own it. That's so funny. I love that. That's a it's like, what? Speak up. I love that. That's great. That is a perfect way to handle it. Jumping huh? Jack. The, the, the Jumping Jacks was was epic, dude. Tyler still tells people it's the funniest thing we, that I did it that I did that day. And I did a lot of funny shit that day. That's really good. That's so good. 
good. Can I? What can I say, man? It's you got to own it. You can't. Right. You can't. You like like I said. Like if you have a, if you have a glandular disease, or you have some kind of like a trauma in your life. Like if you got into a terrible car accident, and that's why you're big. Like you know I, that sucks, and I'm sorry for you. And like I, I hope that you get past it. But like that's why like when people are like, man, you really need to lose weight. Like you got to take your health seriously. Like, I was like, I know, but it's, this is my fault that I'm here. Like I, I did this, I did this to me. Like I didn't do it on purpose, but I did it to me and I know that I did it to me. So it's like, stop, stop acting like I'm like, I'm fucking tiny Tim in, in the, or, or what's, is that, what's the guy from the, from Charles Dickens from the, yeah, stop acting like I'm a cripple, like tiny Tim and I'm going to die in four years. Yeah. Like I understand that I did this to myself and I need to exercise more, but like, I really like Dr. Pepper. So, so there's, <laughs> I, there's a give and a take. There. Like, it's the wrong doctor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> He's like, I go to planet fitness. I'm seeing, I'm seeing yeah. a doctor. Yeah. I'm, like, yeah, I'm seeing my doc's like, stop going to the gym. Jim <laughs> like, steaks. Yeah. I go to gym steaks doctor. all the time. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, Planet Fitness. I don't think they do it anymore, but they used to like have pizza parties and like food breakfast. Yes, dude. I, I I had a Planet Fitness membership like years and years ago. There was one day I walked in to just like like I I don't know use like the treadmill or some shit, and they literally had boxes and boxes of pizza lined up in the front. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell? I saw someone sign in with their membership card, grab a plate, grab like five slices, and walk out. And I was dude, like, wow. all the time. You know. <laughs> They'll try to do the fitness stuff, and they'll be like, "Oh, make sure you cool down." I'm like, "Yeah, is that when I blow on my pizza on the way back to the car?" Yeah, right? Like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I need to. I'm like, I asked for a spotter. They threw me a Tide stick. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I don't think this is what we meant. I'm like, I might pull. I might. I'm worried about getting a pulled hamstring. I was like, a pulled muscle. Have you had our pulled pork? It's to die for. You know. <laughs> <laughs> here's, here's a here's a pulled piece of mozzarella cheese as you get you got to use a knife to get it off yeah, the rest definitely. of the pizza is that chalk for the weights or confectioner sugar what's going on over there <laughs> like, yeah. yoga classes no we got yogurt like a whole froyo bar yeah. have fun buddy like yeah, all, all, all of a sudden all of a sudden planet fitness turns into Candyland, and you see that weird licorice guy walk, licking his lips while he's looking at the girls walk yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the treadmill and you're like this is turning real dark they're on uber eats now it's great they're just, they're just, <laughs> i used to tell a story where i was like oh, oh i was man. like i think the uh ceo was like the witch from hansel and gretel <laughs> she was like leading me with delicious treats to like fatten me up <laughs> i was like those aren't massage chairs those are meat tenderizers what <laughs> that's a <laughs> That's a chicken walk. It's a it's a type of it's a type of yoga. Trust me. That's right. Trust me. You know exactly what I mean. Yeah. Like, oh, work on your it's back. not called. It's it's not called breading. It's a special type of massage oil. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> they work on your pecs. I'm like, you mean smaller bites? What are we talking about here? <laughs> 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 no, 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 I love. Ah, oh, dude, that's great. Dude, oh, so I, gyms gyms aren't. For, Gyms aren't for me. Me and my, me and Marcus tried to do. Uh, Marcus is a bigger dude too, and we tried to do. Um, when we were in Millersville, we were we would always say we were going to go to the gym, but Millersville also has a recreational arcade right next to the gym, <laughs> so we would spend mm, maybe like ten minutes in the gym, and then I would go play police trainer <laughs> yes. for about. 
10 hours i would be i would be i'd get to level 10 as a cop i'm like dude i'm practically a gumshoe right now dude, dude, that's what <laughs> they i can shoot those targets like crazy that's what they need to do how hard is it to hook up that to the treadmill or like dude, i would be there all day if i could be like gunning them down and while i'm walking this would be great like i you know that would be yeah they used to have that running app where it was like uh the zombie apocalypse and like yeah, they i remember like, that you know, in your ear and they would be like you gotta run you gotta run <laughs> i was like no i, I, I remember um, i remember when we went to uh we went to, it was actually in disney we went for our frat uh a frat conference me and my friend sean this is great. So he had reconstructive knee surgery, like right before we went, but he had, he had healed enough where he could clear to fly and, and go. So he had like special restrictions. So we decide that we're going to skip the main event, which is like the thing for the frat. And we were like, cause we're in Disney and they're like, you have, this is your schedule of events. And we're like, where's the time to go to the Disney rides? And it's like, there's no time slotted in for that. And I was like, well, fuck this. I'm not doing this. So I, I had talked to Sean and we were like, and we had these other two dudes. I forget where they were from. We only really knew them. It was like in Zombieland where you know them from their, their hometown. So we only really knew them from like their hometown, like Toledo and fucking wherever they were from. But um, one dude was, I think he was from Wisconsin, but we were like us and these other three dudes that are frat brothers that are from these different, we, we just decided like they, they, it was kind of like, you know, when you're in like a big group situation and you see those like two guys that are like too cool for everybody else. And mm -hmm. I'm not trying to say that we were, but like, we just didn't, I, I've, I'm very much, a, I don't give a fuck what anyone tells me I'm going to still do what I'm going to do. So I said to Sean, I'm like, we're not doing that. And he goes, what? And I was like, we're not going to that. We're going to go to the thing. We're going to go on some rides and shit. And he goes, well, I can't do a ton of rides. And then the one dude chimes in and he goes, well, if you guys are thinking about going on rides, there's a video game theme park that they have. And I'm like, what is that? And it's like, he's like, it's all interactive displays and stuff. So like, you don't actually have to go on the rides. It's like all interactive. Right. So Sean's like, oh, that's perfect. I can like sit down on stuff and I can go on this ride. So this one ride and it, this was the coolest ride. You go in and you're in a, it's, it's set up like a pirate ship, the room that you're in. And it's a panoramic screen. And you're going, you're, you're sailing and you have to shoot these cannons that are lined up along the room. Like you're actually in a pirate battle. So you have to run to the different cannons and shoot the, the, the boats as they're coming towards you. It was so cool. So Sean can do anything. So he jumps up on the, 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 the thing where you steer the boat. Cause he can't run around like the rest of us. And he starts talking like a pirate. So then I start talking like a pirate. So you literally have five college age uh, males speaking pirate ease. <laughs> I was like, "Ah, you got to shoot over there, you dumb fucker!" And we're like, "We're going off." And all these parents, like these parents, are with their kids, and like we're not being, we're being vulgar, like pirate vulgar. <laughs> and they, they, they were cracking up, laughing as we're shooting cannons, and it was great. So then Sean's like, "This is fun." Like, go to another ride so he crutches over and we go to this it's like a river rapid ride and i'm like oh here you go dude we can just sit in the raft the whole time this is perfect you get in this raft and it's it's like the movie deliverance <laughs> but only the rocco's modern life version do you remember in rocco's modern life when he does the rowing and and then he looks up and there's the possum playing the thing like in deliverance that's what this was so we sit in the raft and all of a sudden he it goes you you guys better watch out for those rough rapids down there and i'm looking and i'm like oh shit what is this and the 
thing starts bouncing up and down, right? Here's Sean with his reconstructed knee in a in a full leg cast, trying to keep it stationary as this thing is bouncing him around. He's like 120 pounds soaking wet, and he's bouncing around. He's like, I fucking hate you for making me go on this ride, you stupid son of a bitch. We're bouncing around. I, I can't stop laughing because I'm like, I didn't know this was this, dude. There's no description. You just go into it. It was like it, it was like an entire it was it's like an entire theme park of like like it, like Nick Nick Arcade. Do you remember that game, Nick Arcade? The the, yeah. the where they had Nickelodeon, they had mm-hmm. so it was like that, all games and stuff like that. He was just like he was like, I can't believe you made me go on that rapid ride. Like I could have completely torn my knee again. And I was like, I didn't make you do anything. And honestly, dude, it's a raft attached to a floor. You could have just rolled off the thing. I was like, you're the one that stayed on for the whole rapid ride. And I was like, but which, by the way, we did in a pretty good time because we're third or fourth ranked. I just want to make that clear. And he was just like, he was like, I don't think this is funny at all. I was like, I, I'm just saying you did pretty good. Uh, Rochester. Anyway, yeah, sorry. Rochester has this play museum. Uh, it's mm, called the mm-hmm. Spong. I was up there on tour this past summer, and we stayed there for the weekend. So our hotel was like literally shared the parking lot with it. Went over there, insane. I mean, they have this antique toy museum. They just opened up the history of toys. They have every pin. They have a room just of pinball machines. Uh, all your old school arcades. Like it's just the whole place is just arcade games. Modern games, uh, just insane. Like, and most of them are free to play. There's there is a section up top where it's like the quarters, like old school. But man, like, and they had every game you could ever think of that ever existed. They had one room where you could play on the big screens, and it had like a little power pad controller. And you either playing Sega or PS5 or old school Nintendo. I mean, they have the largest Donkey Kong Junior game ever. At the game's like ninety feet tall. And you're playing on this little pad below. I mean, it's insane. Insane. You got to go if you're ever up that way. That's amazing. I love Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong Jr. is an underrated game in the Donkey Kong collection. That was my favorite Donkey Kong game. I love I love all, I mean, video games in general, but that, that museum was like, oh, it was awesome. It was so cool. There's there's one in, I forget what it's called in New York. There's one that I went to uh, where you can make your own flip book. And they have, um, they have a uh, an original Yoda. I forget, and a, and a bunch of cells from actual Looney Tunes that are like the the animation cells Ooh. from Chuck Jones. I was like, dude, this is so cool. I just I forget what it's. I think it's called the Museum of the Moving Picture or something like that. Ooh. But they had they had so much cool stuff. They had costumes from the Wiz, like the Michael Jackson. Yeah. They had actual costumes from that. They had the 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 one of the one of the prop outsides from the original Blade Runner. And they had um Freddy Krueger's sweater all extended out, the one where where he in, in the Johnny Depp one where he's like, Arr. oh, that looks really good on video. I wish we had video right here because it really does look like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> <laughs> Dual MGM, well, it used to be called MGM. I think it's called like Hollywood Studios now. That's one of the parks in Disney that's kind of like that, where it's like a lot of memorabilia stuff like that, a lot of walkthrough. Then they have like the Star Wars, they just have Star Wars stuff that just opened up in there. Uh, the one, but my favorite, I always like that one. Yes. Uh, the only the origin I ever liked that one, because there usually wasn't a ton to do there, but they have the Tower of Terror 
and the Aerosmith roller coaster. And they're right next Aerosmith to roller coaster. It was great, dude. It's not even that great of a roller coaster. It's just that you get to listen to Aerosmith while you're riding a roller coaster. Yes. It, so and it, the way it takes off. Well, for Disney, that was. That was like, you know, Space Mountain was the only other one at the time that really was anything. And this, you know, those are the only two that it felt like you were having a little bit of a thriller because they're nothing like Six Flags. Like Six Flags was so much better or going over to like Universal where they had. I didn't realize that we used to take our base. I coached baseball for years at the high school. And we would go down for spring training and we would always build in days to go to Universal for the kids. And man, that's, I mean, I went to like the Simpsons. They have a Simpsons world. You can go to Moe's Tavern and have a Duff beer. I'm like, what? That's, like, awesome. that's so beer. cool. Yeah. Uh, we were in Universal when they had the, uh, we did Jaws the Ride, which was cool. Ooh. We did the Men in Black Alien Attack where you shoot while you're in the ride. That yeah. was awesome. And Back to the Future ride, that was the last year back to the future ride was there and i got to ride it and i was like this is all i wanted to do that all of my friends that were with me they weren't even like so they i got i'll tell this story another time because it's a really long story but like when i went on my senior trip i ended up not going and hanging with my friends that were my actual friends i went and hung with people who i had never really hung out with before they were like i guess you call them like the popular kids in school but like they accepted me in because my other friends were so boring and lame they didn't want to do anything and i'm like fuck you guys i want to go back to the future ride dude that's like all i wanted to do when i was in florida so these guys were like yo we're gonna take a day and we're gonna skip animal kingdom for disney and we're gonna go to universal we're gonna take a taxi to universal and we're just gonna spend a day in universal and i was like i'm in let's go so it's me my friend eric uh i think there was three girls with us yeah i think it was three girls ended up going with us and our and my friend todd and we all just went and that's when we were doing like twister the ride and we were doing cutting the promos but like we went on back they were like jimmy we're doing this last this back to the future ride this is you wanted to do this i'm like oh my god i'm so excited like i was like a little kid because i love back to the future that's like my favorite movies and i was like oh my god i can't wait to get on this ride and i got on it and i was like this is everything i wanted it to be this is so good it was so cool (laughs) even though it was like a like a kind of an outdated ride it was just but it was like that's the ride that you hear about when you're going to universal for like since we were kids and it's like i i was i I just want to ride this and we got it and it was like this is really cool just to be able to do it and then i forget what else we did the flintstones there was a so much ride there and we and we but we did we did a bunch of other stuff but it was like it was great and it was like it was one of the one of the funnest times that i had um in high school because i was just like and it's funny because like all my friends that were there they were all like miserable because they none of them wanted to do anything and i was just like fuck you guys later and i went on with a bunch of different people that i'd never hung out with before and had a blast we had such a good time and from then on and unfortunately it was like the end of senior year so i didn't get to like bask in the glory of being accepted by the popular kids finally i was just like uh, okay well now we're all just friends as we go to college which was going to happen anyway so yeah. that, you know, that's how it breaks down like you become friends with all those people in college but like at the time it was you know i was i was riding high off being in the, in the play and doing drama and, and being in wrestling and then we became i got to hang with the popular kids and i was like this is great like we're having such a good time i got up on stage all down and the tiger of bongos yeah, all yeah pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I gained all that weight because, you know, my terrible accident <laughs> where I fell into a pizza and just ate. I ate my way up. <laughs> oh, man. I owed Pizza the Hut a ton of money and he put me in a Sarlacc pit so I had to eat my way back out of it. <laughs> well, before we forget, Eric. Do you have any uh, dates or anything coming up you want to let people know about? Mm. 
Uh, I'm going to be, uh, let's see, I'm going to be at City Winery February 19th. I'm going to be up in, uh, oh, February 10th, I'm going to be up in um, Rochester, New York, the Carlson. And then I'm on tour with the board teachers uh, through, uh, I'm in Vermont on like the 15th. I'm in Ithaca, Binghamton, and uh, Wilkes-Barre at the Kirby Center coming up through like, I guess, President's Day weekend. But yeah, you can find it all at jodercomedy.com or follow me at Instagram at jodercomedy. Uh, yeah. I'm going to say good luck through uh, good luck going through central New York at this time right. of year. Cause like, who man, the weather, <laughs> I know I'm nervous. Cause we fly, they fly me into Burlington, Vermont on a Thursday. And then we, the tour manager rents like a sprinter van and we drive, you know, ending up in Wilkes-Barre on Sunday. Yeah. Are you, are you touring with anyone that we might know? Or is that so it's this, uh, this group I tour with, it's called the board teachers comedy tour. So, I mean, it's sort of like a niche group. I mean, they have like a million followers on social media. Uh, so like if you're in the teacher realm, it's like the thing they started as like memes and websites and we do videos. Our podcast um, on their podcast called Teachers Off Duty was number four on Apple under stand up uh, for this new season. Um, so that was. Yeah, I, I was I was listening to a couple of episodes the last time you were on and I was like, this is this is right up my alley. So like definitely like added it to my like like i only have like like four podcasts that i listen to pretty regularly and i'm like this is added in like this is really great the stories that you guys go through and stuff i was gonna say do you listen to brutal dudes did you ever hear that no (laughs) (laughs) yeah so uh yeah so i know i love that one and then i uh i run a podcast in philly with another father slash comedian albert davis where it's called seriously dad uh we just started actually we just uh dropped today uh uh, the new season, and then we film in, uh, you know, we record in uh, in North Philly. Uh, you know, every we do it every twice a month. Every other Sunday, we drop a new episode. Nice. Oh, that's perfect, dude. It's for us to be on because we record Sundays too, so we could we could do it concurrently. Dude, it, it's meant to be. We could do it like the Simpsons and Family Guy crossover episode. Yes. Are you guys gonna <laughs> fight? Is that what you- where they like have one episode in each place? Yeah. No, I'm not gonna fight. <laughs> we're gonna get we're gonna get we're gonna get people to draw us like pete in the aha video and then we're all gonna look like aha yeah right yeah <laughs> I, dude i'm telling you i love it every time I, I i look at your face in that i'm waiting for the face to start talking and then like the girl to like come in on the like the, the pet the picture's gonna turn and it's gonna be a girl that you're chasing <laughs> down the road <laughs> <laughs> this is the-